Kia ora and welcome to this episode of Better Off Red in which I get to speak with Madison Hamill about her incredible collection of essays, Specimen, which was published by Victoria University Press, um, I think just last week. It's very fresh off the presses. Um, it's a magnificent book. Um, I enjoyed it in a, a great deal. Like The essays in Specimen are compelling. They're often groundbreaking in their form. They often play incredible tricks with that sort of have them walking this very odd boundary liminal space between fiction and non-fiction. Um, they do this wonderful thing as well of sort of changing my mind. Not, I don't mean from one point of view to another, but I mean they make it almost impossible for me to see things the way that I used to. Um, yeah, they're, they're very brain-twisting and um, wonderful essays. Um, they... Yeah, they're, they're almost, I don't want to say the word educational because that makes them sound dull, but they um, they taught me things and I think they often teach things through the beauty of the sentence by sentence level language, um, but also just Madison's is a magnificent mind and um, Specimen is this incredible sort of um, expression of this amazing mind and yeah, I just highly recommend it. So Madison is based in Wellington, um, she has an MA in creative writing from the International Institute of Modern Letters and her work has appeared in the spin-off Sweet Mammalian, Turbine and Pantograph Punch. Um, Madison um, has a website, it's madisonhamill.co.nz, um, Hamill is H-A-M-I-L-L and I just want to put in a plug for Madison's Instagram account. It is possibly the best Instagram account in the world, um, yet yeah, no exaggerations here. Um, it is often um, it often includes these wonderful sort of fragmented essays that are illustrated and um, yeah it's just it's a great read um, yeah it, it always cheers me up I'm always very grateful when there's new content in Madison's Instagram so thank you very much for listening and I hope you enjoy this conversation and yeah go out and grab a copy of Specimen it's magnificent thank you Medicine, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> nice, that's really great. Um, thanks heaps for um, coming here to talk about your amazing book, Specimen. Um, it's just, it's so good. It's really good. And it was launched last night, so it's out in the world, which is really great. And I was wondering if we could start off just um, talking a little bit about how the book sort of came about. Uh, so, well, I wrote it for my MA year. Um, basically, I what I proposed was something about liminal identities, and I was just, like, doing a last-minute proposal, trying to use academic words, because <laughs> I was like, hmm, ha, 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 I'm going to get in. <laughs> um, and then once I got in, I was like, I'm not going to write about this. But then, and I tried to write about something completely different, but then... By accident, it turned out to be exactly what I proposed, but without using the fancy words. <laughs> um, so, and I was pretty like regular, um, and the, how I wrote stuff, like I didn't leave it all to the last minute, and then I, I was surprisingly on schedule um, the whole time. Weirdly, um, and only one of the essays I wrote in the month of the year after the MA, the rest I just wrote during my MA year. And did you um did you come in with any of the essays that are in the book, or 
did you write those throughout the year? Um, I wrote them throughout the year. And some of them I kind of had sitting in the back of my mind. I wanted to write about this. Um, but I didn't have a, an excuse or I didn't. I, <laughs> the email was like an excuse to write about things that I had been sitting in the back of my head. Yeah, yeah, I totally know what you um, mean by that. Um, what I really like in the book is that um, there's quite a lot of talk in, about other things you might have written. Like there's a great essay about a novel that you wrote. And I just wonder, um, why do you think essays were the form that you ended up with? For this book, you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe the novel will come along later. Mm, well, I think, well, I was writing about a whole lot of different things and I sort of took them one at a time so that they ended up being discrete things as opposed to one whole thing. But I think they could have ended up being fictional or something else. And it just was by accident that all of them ended up being essays. Although I don't know if some of them are essays, but I was just like, are these essays? And then Ashley, my supervisor, was like, yep. <laughs> and I was like, cool. I really, I think that the essay is one of the most exciting forms in that way, that it can sort of, you know, be all sorts of other things. You talked about them being distinct ideas as opposed to one long um, sort of idea in a novel and I'm just wondering I'm, I'm, um, what do you think is the difference between a novel and a collection of essays? Um, well it's a, the thing that kind of seems obvious but then it's not um, because fiction is often made up of real stuff and non-fiction is often partially invented because we can't remember things well. We we think we do, but we don't really. Um, and once you start writing it, you realise how much you don't really know what's real and what's kind of invented. But I think, for me, um, the difference is that non-fiction has a different kind of obligation to the truth that fiction has. So, like, in, when you're writing fiction, you use your real experiences as kind of material but when you're writing non-fiction you have an obligation to be writing something that's the truth whatever that means but I don't know it's just different maybe I should add to that like some of my essays have um fictional elements in it like that are really obvious like there's a couple in particular that are like in third person and have kind of surreal aspects to them. Um, but I still feel like the underlying story is is like a true story. Um, and it, it's, it's kind of clear what's made up and that the made up bits are kind of a description of the way of describing like a metaphor or something. So... Yeah, I think there can be a lot of fiction in non-fiction that's very confusing, but yeah, there's still it still has that kind of obligation to to the underlying story being true. Awesome. 
Um, I'm interested in the shape of the book. Like, um, because you've written a novel, um, and I've also read some short stories that you've written, you've got this exceptionally good understanding of, you know, narrative form. And I'm wondering, I was, I was thinking about the shape of it. It's possible that it goes from you know the essays maybe go from younger to older maybe or maybe um yeah they they feel they they in some ways I guess it could be oh something to scientific text in some way but I'm just wondering about the shape of the book like did they I mean this is a silly question I imagine they didn't come out in the order that they're in the book but I'm just wondering about the shaping of the book I sort of thought about it like ordering a poetry collection. Um, like afterwards, when I'd written them all, I cut out all the, the titles of all the essays and just like moved them around on, on the floor um, and just sort of did it by kind of instinct or what I felt like. I thought about the endings and the beginnings of each of them and, and some of them kind of led into the next or if if one essay took you to one to a certain place then I wanted the next one to kind of take you from there and take you somewhere else um, and there were like certain motifs that kind of came in and out and I used them like I tried to do it by um, chronology or like how old I was and stuff and that didn't really work um, because some of them go over long periods of time and it just wasn't making the u- most use of how things related to each other so I reordered it um yeah it's just a feeling and I think that that feeling really pays off as a reader like as I was reading it 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 felt um it's such a journey you know what I mean like it really Mm -hmm. rewards reading in order and like um I read most of it in one sitting and it there is a very interesting energy to it like it almost reminded me of a mixtape or something musical like these ideas there are echoes of ideas throughout the essays but there's also sort of beautiful tonal shifts between the essays which I think is really great like I just yeah I I love this book so much it's so great um this uh, you sorry I keep going on about the novel because I know more about novels but um you talk about the character and one of the essays you talk about the character that you created for the novel that you were writing and I'm just wondering if you have any thoughts about the creation of the character Madison that's in the in the essays um you know it's you but I'm just wondering were you conscious of any sort of character building around that like is it an act of um character creation or is it to write about ourselves or is it something else do you think I think it's kind of always a, a act of creation because, um, well, it's like recreating an imagined version of what you were. It was a certain aspect of what you were. Like, I think each um, essay has a slightly different version of me um, and they're all kind of outdated. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess maybe it develops throughout the whole book a little bit the next question is about memory acts in the book um like there's this really great bit there's there's an amazing essay about a kitten 
and the narrator says everything I remember after that about the kitten is not true and can you talk you've talked a little bit about the fiction in the essay but I'm wondering about memory and fictionalization and the book is very clear to as you said before the book's very clear to um signpost that something's coming up that is not necessarily real and I'm just wondering do you have any thoughts about how memory or fiction operate in the book? Um, it was really interesting writing it when you try and and go back to memories of what happened in the past at first often I felt like I didn't remember enough to write about it but then as I was writing usually um, things would come back to me and then it would be like slightly unclear whether I was just kind of inventing things to fill in gaps or whether I actually was memories coming up again um, so that was confusing sometimes I had diaries to go on and other times I just had to be as accurate as possible to what I thought, thought I remembered um, but I think memory is really flighty like it's all kind of reinvented um, it's like a memory of the memory of a memory so um, I tried to to I, I like having the kitten moment there because it kind of signposts that you often don't really think about how accurate our memories are mm. and like I think I think it's the, I've been thinking a lot about it recently because I sort of think about how almost everything like we live in memory so much as well like and and those scenes that take place in the um in the hospital um the you know the narrator is observing um often talk therapy or you know like psychotherapy or psychiatrists talking to people and I was just thinking that memory is quite big in there as well like it, yeah I think that yeah I just and I feel like you're correct you know like I just love the way that sentence kind of it helps me with the rest of the book which is really good and really good um speaking of that and um you know you your um study and when I think you completed the editing course eh, at Fatidaya, that's right eh? as a graduate diploma in publishing with applied in brackets awesome I like the sound of that that sounds great. <laughs> so I um I remember during that time you did a small research project and I will forget exactly. I was trying to find the questions because I love the questions so much but I, I can't find them in my email. But you were talking about the possibility of editing as maybe, a, a, you know, editing... I'll get this wrong, but you can correct me, but editing possibly as therapy and that kind of thing. And I'm just wondering, now that you've been edited, I'm just wondering, could you talk a little bit about your research that you did? And maybe, or is there anything you want to say about those ideas that you had at that time? Mm. Well, so I was writing a seminar um, as part of that course. So I emailed a whole bunch of editors and kind of asked them, about how editing might be related to, to therapy and I think it was a bit um, provocative you know like people were like no editing is not therapy and like obviously they're right like editors shouldn't be therapists um, but it was just interesting to me coming from a psychology background and 
seeing like the things that we learned as editors how to relate to to authors because we're you know we're told um writing can be very personal to authors and that's true I mean um but and like what does that mean because and I think sometimes like not always but writing can be quite like quite personal because it's sort of like an extension of the writer in a way where it feels like that um and the way editors learn to to talk to writers is has uses some of the same skills that a therapist might use to 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 because you're critiquing the writing it's sort of like how a therapist might critique um, a person's thinking or something I don't know um, so I found some similarities and I just found it really interesting um, and most pe- most of the people that I asked uh, were said like no uh, it's not but I still think it's um, it's interesting to learn from the techniques that therapists used. Yeah, I um, I'm just gonna jump in because I remember answering it and thinking, no, no, this is untrue, and then immediately started to write about an event where definitely it had been like therapy. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I think that you are onto something so correct and interesting there because I also wondered you know talk therapy is kind of a telling of stories in a way and I I mean I don't know enough about psychology but like I feel like there is this interesting way in which the therapist is critiquing a story you know like we say oh my mother hated me in a way that's a story and then um, maybe the ther- I just think it was a very compelling idea and I think I personally think of editing as like an extension of writing like writing starts at the beginning and then there's like different types of editing until you get to the end product and 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 writing is often thought of as a as a way of possible mode of therapy like writing therapy there's like groups where you you write for personal development Um, but editing is like someone else coming in and having a new perspective on that so it just makes sense to me. I totally agree. And I think also like um, that, I was just thinking like at the moment I'm editing something and Ashley is my editor and she is amazing. And because the thing that I'm writing comes from my personal, it's a novel, but it comes from my personal experience. There are things where I am saying to her, oh yeah, this is the wound you know I'm sort of you know saying you know this is the wound that the story comes from kind of thing and I think that I do I just find I find the idea so compelling and I was the one thing I was really interested in when you asked those questions was my immediate kind of I'm always interested when I'm feeling strongly about things like I was always like no 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 and then I just thought that's interesting you're thinking like that and just I just have not stopped thinking about it ever since and yeah yeah I bet. Was the seminar? Did you did you enjoy that sort of work? Like that seems like the two worlds coming together so beautifully. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed just like doing that seminar and and researching for it. I felt a bit like 
imposter syndrome. Like, I don't really know what I was talking about, but um, it was fun. <laughs> I like, I like that. I like the idea of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was wondering. Um, I really love the way you interweave other people's writing into your work. Often it's, um, it, you know, often it's. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Often it's. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? It's often it's scientific text or it's, you know, like um, that kind of text. Um, and I'm just wondering, are there authors that you like to read? Like what, like in the year of the MA, I know that, um, you know, you, you read alongside writing. And I'm just wondering, were there books that you were reading alongside Specimen, writing Specimen? Um, I read a lot of books. I always feel that I don't read enough books um I think we all do I'm a very bad writer because I don't read enough um um so I read lots of different things probably not as much as I as I feel like I should have I don't I don't read enough um but I I really enjoyed reading this book called Lying I think it's called Lying by Lauren Slater um it's like a memoir about a girl who has epileptic fits um, and steals stuff, but then, like, partway through the book, or, like, even almost at the end of the book, I think, I don't remember, it just turns out that she's lying the whole time. Um, and it, it's just, re- it's, like, really well written, but you get this big sense of betrayal when you read it. Um, I just find that experience really interesting because, I guess, it kind of... Uh, it kind of underlined for me like what non-fiction is and why how yeah that sense of betrayal it's like really strong um but it's a really interesting book to read to think about memoir and, and truth and stuff um and I I think I read a bit around like I think I was struggling with the fact that I was writing essays when I really hadn't read all that much essays before I because I was always the like because I'm like a childhood potter nerd um (laughs) like I'm real I really like narrative and character development and all this stuff um so I was trying to put that in my essays uh and I kind of struggled with some other essays that I read that that I didn't I don't. I didn't really know if I liked the form of the essay, and I was trying to figure out what an essay even was. So I read a lot around that. Um, I found Ursula Guin, Lily Guin's Ursula Le Guin's essay um, about the carry bag theory of fiction uh, really interesting. She has this theory where she relates um, how stories are told back to to where they be- might have began in caveman times, and she imagines that the classic narrative. Um, is comes from the men going out hunting and and coming back with their tales of their struggles against adversity um like and that's the classic hero's journey narrative um and she suggests that maybe instead stories could be like a carry bag like the woman's job of going out and collecting things and placing them in a bag um so i found that really interesting in theory but then i you know, I struggled with it in practice because 
in reality, I'm a big sucker for the hero's journey. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I was doing a lot of thinking around that. That sounds so cool. Um, speaking, can we talk a little bit about Harry Potter? Like, I feel like um, there's something so important about this book for me because it feels like this... Um, you know, I feel like I know so many people whose lives have been framed by those books and whose sort of um, formative years have been as reading part of the Harry Potter books. And this essay, this essay collection, like it is just such a beautiful sort of, um, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but it, it processes that just so well. And I'm just wondering, can you talk a little bit about, I don't know, I don't know, anything about Harry Potter that you think is interesting in relation to anything? Yeah, I think for me, Harry Potter was always like a lens through which I viewed the world growing up, <laughs> um, which sounds kind of weird, but yeah my like when my family played articulate which is like Pictionary with describing things in words um we would always know that um if we wanted to describe something with no one else knowing what was going on but we would know we would just do it refer to it in Harry Potter terms and we would know exactly what we were talking about and we were really good at it <laughs> um so like everything can be understand through the lens of <laughs> Harry Potter um <laughs> and I think that definitely comes in through the book because you know it's about my childhood and so I often see things and um through Harry Potter um yeah for me I used to read Harry Potter like every year during the summer break and it was just an escape from reality um and yeah I guess it's also just framed what I want to read in a book so I'm always goes back to what I was saying about narrative and and the form that I want although I'm not very good at endings I don't do endings but generally I like there to be a certain kind of um, movement and um, like growing action or like something uh, you say um, and I think that goes back to the kind of things that I enjoyed reading growing up. In your Unity, um, there's a great interview with you uh, on the Unity website, um, you mentioned one of the Harry Potter books, can you remember which one it is? I think you said there was one, someone said what's your favourite book and I can't remember which one it was. Uh, it was what was the book that I've read most often That's and it right, was yeah. the third Harry Potter book because I, I would read them all every year but I would often skip the first two after a while because you know they're a bit um, simplistic and when I think rereading them you don't get as much out of it as rereading the other ones so which is the third one um the prisoner of Azkaban so is that the one I'm trying to think what happens so in there's it there's like a dog yeah and then it turns out to be serious. That's right. Yeah. And then there's a rat that turns out to be a creepy little man. <laughs> That's right. Is that the man with the diary? The, the, so the diary is from the second book. Um, 
that's uh, like Voldemort's high school diary, I guess. Because I have this weird thing where I have never read them, but um, my kid who doesn't read has listened to them. Um, there's the Stephen Fry audiobooks. So, like, I'm often coming in and out, and, like, I have trouble working out which one we're in. And, like, I just love them so much. Like, they just get so dark. I think you're really good at endings, actually. Maybe because you don't try to. I don't know. There's something really nice about the ending. Well, I just... I... I don't like those books that I read sometimes where the ending is kind of like a end of year high school prize giving and you have to like <laughs> say goodbye to all the characters and do a little monologue, several monologues and then attend all of their funerals and then like recover from your grief. I just, I, I can't stand that so I just kind of try to end them. <laughs> and there's that really cool thing where I think what happens is like with a lot of them they just bleed into my life like I start living with the characters and you know I went to the supermarket after reading one and I was just like oh I wonder what wonder what they think about that and I wonder what so-and-so is doing it's really good do you think do you find the end of all the Harry Potter books satisfying no spoilers but I mean you know <laughs> I do but you know, it's just. I mean, he just goes ho- goes home for the holidays. <laughs> it's kind of a sentimental <laughs> appreciation. Over, yeah. So when you first read them, were they all published, or did you have to wait for any of them? Or oh, I remember waiting for the last one to come out. Mm. I'm sure. Uh, when I first started reading them, it was like I was quite young, and my my mum would read uh, like the first book to me, and I kind of was terrified, and I hid behind the couch when Voldemort came out. Voldemort's scary. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, and thank you for your awesome book. Bloody great. <laughs>